I, I think I did, right? Oh, Dad yeah. would help people who were trying to get jobs. They would help people who were trying to do business. He would help them set up a business and he would help people buy homes and cars and houses if they were broke and they worked for him, right? So I, I sought to be that kind of person. I sought to help people. I sought to give to people. I sought to be kind to people. And that's that really is uh, basically what I did growing up. Try to be like dad. There used to be an ad called Be Like Mike, and my ad was Be Like Dad. <laughs> yeah. uh, I lay on the sky, you gotta glow, you gotta glow, you gotta glow. She had my attention, she gotta know. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Gather podcast. I'm your host, Zeke, and this episode, I have Nikki Baloo to speak about entrepreneurship. You can find more information about his business by clicking the link in the description below. I hope you have a nice day and enjoy the show. And I'd like to get to you a second to introduce yourself to the audience. Sure. My name is Nikki Ballou. Uh, I'm originally an immigrant from the Middle East to Canada. And I'm a Christian from Iran. And um, very, uh, I run a business now where I help uh, entrepreneurs add one to two zeros to their <laughs> annual income while working 10 hours less a week. Nice. And to get started, what got you into your current business? Um, sorry, just apologize for that. Um, actually, originally my father was an entrepreneur, and it was he was the best man I ever knew. He always wanted to help people. If you needed a job, he'd help you find a job. If you were trying to start a business, he'd help you out. And I wanted to be a man like him. And that's really what got me involved in business because I, I wanted to help people too. And uh, that that's the long and the short of it, as they say. Nice. And with that, what kind of lessons did you learn from your father to um, help you right now? Well, you know, my father was a kind of man that like, if um, if you worked for him, and you were looking to buy a house or a car or an apartment and you didn't have enough money, he would top you up. Right. And he used to always tell me, son, business is about people. It's not about money. And if you focus on helping people, the money will take care of itself. That was the biggest lesson I learned from my father. And secondly, um, dad was somebody who knew how to sell and market. You know what I mean? So a lot of people in business, they're good people, but they don't know how to sell. They don't know how to market themselves. And as a result, they don't get the business they should. It's good people, but they're they're nervous about selling. They're, they think selling, it's, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be salesy. And so they don't go after the business. My father taught me, don't look at it as selling. Look at it as serving. If you're serving people, you're going to win. And uh, I taught a lot of people, don't look at it as selling, look at it as serving. And, and once people understood that, they were able to double, triple, quadruple their business. Cool. And let's stay on that point. What is like selling versus service? Well, if if you're focused on what's in it for you, and you're trying to sell somebody something, nobody likes that. You don't like that. You don't like it when someone's trying to push it on you. I don't like it. But when you focus on the other person, what they need, 
you're serving them, then they're more likely to want to buy from you. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And so continue. How do you um when you work with somebody, how do you like diagnose what they really need and how to best serve them? Well, I put the attention on them and I ask them questions so I can kind of demonstrate for you. You know, um, so let's just do a little bit of a demonstration for your listener. What's your main business, Ezekiel? My main business? Yeah. Uh, right now, it's mainly just a podcast, just putting out episodes. Okay, great. What's your biggest What's your biggest challenge right now? Uh, I'll say biggest challenge is, I'll say finding direction, finding a new direction for the podcast. Okay, great. Um, and why is that important? Well, it's it's important because. Uh, you kind of need like a goal or like or a reason to of why you're doing it and it helps coordinate the rest of the moves you make it helps give it a direction like it helps gives it some sort of um direction some sort of path okay a story that makes um, sense it, right is not having a path costing you money uh no no okay so the podcast is not making you money? No. I no, no. No? Okay. Are you looking for it to make you money? Uh, eventually. But I need to, like, grow more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't have a real big problem right now, then, what you're saying is, because it's not a source of money and you don't need it to be a source of money. No. This is like a... You could say that. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. That's how you serve somebody. You ask them a lot of questions. You find out what's bothering them. Mm-hmm. Nice. And let's take a step back. What is your journey up until, like, in the entrepreneurship? How has that different things you've done affected you? Um, like I said, my father is the one who got me started in it. And... Really, it's been all about serving the people. There's a lot of people out there who need help. They don't know how to make money. They don't know how to monetize. And that's what I like to do. I like to help people make money. That make, makes me happy when I see people make money. Got it. And so, and to go back to the other point of helping people and the money will come, how does one stay in that mindset when it takes time for money to come when you're helping people well if you don't stay in that mindset then you're going to become selfish and if you become selfish then you're not somebody who's going to be successful in the long run you might become some successful in the short run but success comes from service so it doesn't matter what's going on in your life you need to be internally driven not externally driven yeah and when somebody's working with you, is there any requirements that they need or anything that you're looking for? Well, you need to have a business, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you need to be uh, suffering from a problem that I solve. The problem I solve is the problem of not enough clients, not enough money. 
So if you have those problems, then I'll work with you. If you don't, then you know I, I won't. I won't. <laughs> and what would you say is something that's very important for somebody in business when they want to improve in sales or like part of that? Aspect? Well, one thing they got to do is they got to have a good message. A lot of people don't have a good message. You ask them what they do and they just say, well, I'm a realtor, I'm a mortgage broker, I'm a coach, I'm a whatever. Nobody cares about that. What they want to know is how you help them, how you can help them. So if someone asks me what I do, I don't tell them I'm a business coach. I tell them I help entrepreneurs add one to two zeros to their income while working 10, 20 hours less a week. Now, if you're an entrepreneur, you want to add a zero to your income if you're making... 50,000 a year, you sure would love it to be 100,000 or 500,000. So that sort of thing gets people interested enough to want to ask me more. And that's how I I find out if they're a good fit for me to help them. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of times people don't, they just have an idea of what they're doing, but they don't have like, they can't put into words. Exactly. Exactly. So, what else? Okay. So, leadership. So, what is leadership in your words? Leadership? Yeah. Leadership is service, brother. <laughs> like a leader is someone who serves. Not someone who gives orders. <laughs> yeah, I definitely noticed that shift of how leaders are presented in like media. Before it was somebody who gives directions, but now it's mostly somebody who takes the advice from everybody and then puts in the best plan. Yeah, if you're a leader, you're 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 someone who comes from service. Like my my vision of leadership is servant leadership. Nice. And you said that you immigrated to Canada. Was that that had that affect you anyway? Absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I came from a culture that I was used to to a culture that I wasn't used to. So it took me a long time to figure the Canadian culture out, but I fell in love with Canada. People here are very kind, they're very tolerant, and they they uh, want to see everybody succeed. Okay. I'm in the States, so I'm trying. So that's a slightly different yeah, view. Where, where do you live in the States? New York. Oh, cool. I love New York. <laughs> the Big Apple. Yeah. City that never sleeps. Never, ever, brother. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. And you say how your father is very influential on you. Do you say that his lessons... Did you pick them up early or did that you had to relearn them when you got older? Well, you know, as a, as a, as a kid, in my experience, there's some lessons that took right away. There's some lessons that became obvious, you know, in hindsight when life reinforced them for me, but the lesson to be a kind, good person that took right away. Can you give me some examples? I, th- I think I did, right? Like oh, dad yeah. would help people who were trying to get jobs. They would help people who were trying to do business. He would help them set up a business and he would help people buy homes and cars and houses if they were broke and they worked for him, right? So I, I sought to be that kind of person. 
I sought to help people. I sought to give to people. I sought to be kind to people. And that's that really is uh, basically what I did growing up. Try to be like dad. There used to be an ad called Be Like Mike. And my ad was Be Like Dad. <laughs> yeah. And with the shifting in business, has that changed your approach over the years? Or is it still consistent? No, no. This, the, the, the approach to business, the philosophy is never going to change, right? I mean, you can do different tactics and that sort of thing. but you know, values, philosophy, that never changes, nor should it change, right? But how you do business, how you sell, sure, that should and will change over time. Got it, got it. And if you work with somebody and you find out that entrepreneurship isn't for them, do you let them know? Like, sometimes maybe it does not be well, for that person. that's their decision, not mine, right? Mm-hmm. It's not up to me to tell you what you should do with your life. That's your decision. And if you come to me and that's what you're wanting to do, great. I usually don't work with people who are starting out. You know, I work with people who have been around for at least a couple of years. Got it. There's a and lot of resources for people that are starting out, mm -hmm. right? And they're free. If you don't have any revenue or income, it's hard for you to hire people. So you should try to get free resources. But if you have revenue, if you have income, if you have resources, then you should definitely hire, you know, higher level mentors. But, you know, the great Robin Sharma once said to me, and Nikki, if you want to double your income, triple your investment in personal and professional development. And I'd say this to you and all the people listening to your show. You want to make more money. You want to learn how to be successful. Triple your investment in personal and professional development. You got to invest in yourself. You're your most important asset. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing that you always can, you can always improve and develop yourself and that helps you with relationships. And um, well, if you, if yeah. you, if you attempt to, you definitely can, but you got to invest in yourself. You got to buy the court, the books, go to the courses, the conferences, do the, buy the courses, hire the mentors, hire the, join the peer groups. That's all very important. Do you have any uh, mentors that you're in contact right now with? Yeah, absolutely. I've got two, three mentors that I work with on different aspects of life and business. For sure. Very important. Nice. Yeah. Everybody should have mentors and coaches. Everybody should be part of peer groups. Mm -hmm. Everybody should attend conferences. Everybody should um, buy books and read them. Yeah. And how did you come in contact with these mentors? And did they choose you or you chose them? No, brother. I chose them. I pay them. <laughs> these are paid mentors. Nice. Yeah. That's what I mean by invest in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. 100%. Thousand percent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I had an idea. Then I lost the idea. Okay, go back to business. Sorry, one second. Of course. Awesome. Sorry about that, but yeah.
Excellent. So, in starting your business, what were kind of some of the challenges or things you you had to go through? Well, making sure you got a good message is really, really important, right? Mm -hmm. Um, A lot, like I said, a lot of people don't have a good message. I had a client once. His name was Dan. He was a personal fitness coach. He was a really good guy, but he was a terrible businessman. He didn't know how to position himself or market himself or sell himself. So he wasn't doing really well. He was making $1,200, $1,300 a month, right? And he lives in Toronto, which is like New York City. You know how expensive New York City is. You're from New York, right? So $1,200 a month in New York won't get you far. $1,200 a month in Toronto won't get you far. So when I met him, he came to me because he was looking to grow his business. So I did a, you know, an analysis of his business with him. And I, I looked at it and I said, okay, so who do you work with? Who's your ideal customer? And he looked at me like I had two heads. What do you mean I can work with anybody? I'm like, no, 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 man. He said, no, but really I can't. I can work with people who want to lose weight, people who want to get stronger, people who want to add muscle, people who want to win contests. I can do it all. And I'm like, you don't understand. You need to narrow your focus if you want to attract clients. And then he goes, oh, okay, 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 I get it now. He says, all right, well, doctors. My dad's a doctor and doctors have a lot of money. And I'm like, no. And I'm, no, no, I'm going to do it. So he did it. Didn't work. He's going after the money, right? And I said, we need to change this. It's not working. He goes, okay, okay, okay. Now I'll narrow my focus more. I'll work with cardiologists. They have even more money than doctors. I'm like, dude, you're not getting it. It's not about the money. And no, 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 I'm doing it. It didn't work. Didn't didn't get business. And then all of a sudden he starts working with this guy who was a Paralympian athlete, right? He had a missing limb. And they really hit it off. Um, he did good work with them and he helped them win some medals. Uh, then he comes to me and he goes, Nikki, I get it now. I've been going after the money. I really love working with this guy. I'm going to go after, you know, making a difference. I want to work with people with missing limbs. Now you're getting it. Good. So he starts working with people with missing limbs. Anyways, within um, a very short period of time, I'm talking six weeks. He signed up 400 clients, 400. And he was making $1,200 a month. He added not one zero, but two zeros. He was making over $100,000 a month. Now, why? Well, first of all, he stopped going after the money. He started trying to help people. Secondly, nobody else was going after people with missing limbs. They all thought, ah, these guys, they can't work out. And it was a good market. And, you know, put yourself in the shoe of someone with a missing limb. They don't want to have a missing limb. They they probably would, you know, feel that they can't do everything someone with all their limbs can do. And they'd be right. <laughs> but Dan would say to them, hey, doesn't matter. I'm going to make you hard and strong and you can be just as good as anybody else. That was a good message. It took. That's how come he signed that many clients. That's how come he made that much money. And he wasn't trying to make money anymore. He was just trying to do something good. There's nothing wrong with making money. Making money is a good thing, right? But if your only focus is, let me get as much money as I can, that's probably not the greatest focus. 
Uh, people, well, customers are people, and people look for attention, and they feel the energy, or they sense like something's off. Exactly. And when it feels too much like a business, then it becomes business as usual, and it doesn't, and it becomes a transaction more than a relationship. Yeah, exactly. You hit the nail on the head. And when you're working with someone, does it like do like the different businesses? Do they ever seem like they have like similar um similar things going on? Like similar um problem besides like the message? Like do they have like similar problems going on or like similar things you have to solve? With the different um, business, like I said, I I I focus on helping people that are looking to make more money, create Mm -hmm. more clients. There's lots of problems in business, but that's the power of focusing on an avatar and focusing on a particular area. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's all I focus on. Got it. And I recommend that's all people focus on. Don't focus on a thousand things. Just focus on solving one problem. Business is about solving pe- problems for people for profit. That's all. P, P, P. Problems, people, profit. Three Ps equals seven figures. Uh, solve acute problems for wonderful people for w- amazing profit. That's your job in business. And that's what I teach people to do. You're a problem solver in business. That's what I am in business. I solve a problem called not enough money. <laughs> And what would you say is your approach to problem solving? How does like you look at a problem and decipher the solution? Well, you understand I'm saying there's a problem, one problem I focus on. Yeah. So I already know the solution because I've done it hundreds of times for people. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not like I need to reinvent the wheel. If someone isn't making enough money and they don't have enough clients, their message is probably bad. They're probably focused too much on themselves, probably not having enough sales conversations with people and their marketing isn't effective. So we tackle those areas. That's how we help them become successful. So if you want to, if you lack clients, you need to look at your message. You need to fix your message, right? You need to go and have more sales conversations with people um, that are in your target market. And you need to get good at having those sales conversations. I mean, I mean, I, I know it sounds very simple, and it is simple, but it's not easy. Yeah. Everybody's got to figure all that stuff out for themselves and how to do it well. But that's what I teach people. That's how I, that's how I help them win. It's not rocket science. There's not a lot that you need to go into. Got it. And go back to your dad. How would you say, would you... Uh, how did he learn the lessons that he taught you? I'm sure he learned it from his life. It was just the kind of man that he was. Got it. And what? Doing about leadership, sales, entrepreneurship, business, the message, very important. And that goes back to. Have a clear message, having a clear path, 
allows people to know what you want, know what you are. Because you can't, if you sell to everybody, you sell to no one because exactly there isn't a um identity. Nobody can be all things to all people. Nobody. You got to be something very important to some people. And you need to know what your client is because if you know who they are, then you know how best to solve their problems. You got it. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Listen. No, it's good. It's good to have a conversation. It's good to to be able to engage in a dialogue. I appreciate your time. Well, thanks. And what do you what, do for a, what do you do what what do you do for a living? You I know you do podcasting on the side, but what's your main work? Uh work in radio investment, audio investment. Audio investment. So oh, he, Pretty much buy, I help the team buy on video spots for the client. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. So so it's like advertisement? Pretty much. But we mostly like on the client, we also put something on the buying side. So um, the team pretty much goes to the um, the different stations and different um, places and get the, and buy the spots. Okay, got it. Cool. Yeah. So making sense. So I'm not gonna take up too much more of your time. I wanna right, say. Well, uh where can people find you? Best place is my main website, which is called eCircle Academy. There's lots mm-hmm. of resources there. And if people have a business and they want to have a conversation about how to grow their business because they're not growing as much as they want to. Then they go to ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. And you fill out a, a little screening form. As long as we make sure you have a real business, we'll have a conversation with you free of charge. We'll have a, a complimentary coaching session, strategy session to help you get going and start making more money. That's that's important. Everybody should make more money. I believe <laughs> in that. Make more money. Make you some more money. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, definitely. I love helping people make more money. There's definitely enough money to go around. More than enough. Cool. So again, I want to thank you for joining the podcast. Uh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate your time. You, I appreciate your time too. And that brings another episode of the Last Guy Podcast to a close. Again, get information about Nikki Baloo business by clicking the link in the description below. For next week, I have Christian King to speak about being a life coach. Hope you enjoyed day and hope to see you there.